Friends beyond binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patrons and bakers, it's time for a return to that tent. And uh, it's not in God's for Park. For the love of that, that's what one person once said to me. For the love of God's for Park, Scooter, what are you doing? And I said, uh, op- trying to do an opening for the patrons for, for a sleep podcast. Uh, thanks for making it possible. What do you say we get on with the show? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts, you know, things on your mind from the past, the present, or future you're thinking about. Thoughts could be feelings, physical sensations, emotions, all those things, changes in time, temperature, routine. It could be other stuff. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, what I'd like to do is uh, take your mind off of stuff, keep you company while you fall asleep, it's a little bit different recipe. There's, a, I guess you say, uh, I guess the recipe's a wrong analogy for this podcast because uh, recipes, uh, I mean, maybe a recipe that I would make, but because, uh, oh, tonight's a great British bake-off episode. But, oh, so one of the things that goes into it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to probably be flummoxed. You say, Scoots, are you flummoxed? I'd say, I don't know. That's a good question. Not sure. Not sure if I could do Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so because I'm mixed up because my brain just, I, was, I thought I was in the middle. Oh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. That was one, that was one that came out of nowhere. I'm not even sure. I was thinking, I was looking at a chord and then some reason my brain asked me if I was flummoxed and I was actually flummoxed by the question about me being flummoxed. I was just flummoxed. Uh, here you go. The, the, I love discovering like words that uh, and then labeling them incorrectly so flum to flum can you you can to be flummoxed you could be so it is a verb to flummox uh you say that sounds great man my pipes have you know that sounds really like it's going to clear up uh, the water flow in the house when can you come over and flummox things and i'd say well it's not what it sounds like because you, you like it's like more like gumming up the works and you say, really? You're going to start a business doing that? Already, believe it or not, I already have been doing it for uh, over a thousand episodes. I've been flummoxing. Flum, f- let's see, east or east. If, uh, let's get to our Latin roots. Uh, uh, but like I've been doing, uh, uh, you know, this is not to humble brag here, uh, but uh, and whenever I say that, I send my love to Harris. Uh, but, um, is uh, I've been doing Duolingo in Spanish for a while, but it, for some reason Latin isosis isorum isosis is still stuck in my head. Soy Aries es somos son would be Spanish. Well, that's how I kind of that's like the tr- it's not a trick, but that's how I kind of get my brain. What was they saying? Flummox to flummox. Soy flum flum flummox. I don't know how it works in English. I'm not. I'm not good. I don't have any. 
Fortunately, I don't have any mental tricks other than those two. So Aries says, somos son and isorum isos is, just flumis, isorum, flumorum, flumorum. Hey, flumorum, I coughed some of that up the other day. Isorum, isos is. That sounds too easy. I don't know why I got four Ds in Latin, other than everybody said don't take Latin, and I guess they were correct. It's not entirely true. I may have gotten a C or a C minus at one point. Uh, so here's, oh, oh, I'm way off. Uh, like I slowed the podcast down. Uh, totally on purpose. I totally, I may have flummoxed you. So if you're new, usually I don't get, start flummoxing for a little while, but, uh, flex my flummox. Uh, you say scoots when you brag, you don't even, you, you totally brag. What do you say? Well, I'm flexing my flummox, man. Don't make me flex. Well, no, actually, I'd say do make me flex my flummox. Don't make me fl- flex my vocabulary to try to figure out to flummox, uh, to confuse or to make someone speechless. They say, what in the word? Like, I think we're actually, for usually I say probably not using this word correctly. But if you're new, you may be totally flummoxed. You may be beyond that. Feel, give me a... Uh, Lavar, can I get uh, word thing feelings after you've been flummoxed? Uh, so you could be feeling str- stronger feelings. So let me give you some info if you're new. This podcast is never gets started and always is going, and that can be frustrating when you're new. It does take a couple times to get used to the show, but I'll try to get you some of the information right here. But first off is uh, the fact I make this show for two reasons. One, I've been there. In the deep, dark night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, trouble, all sorts of things, including sometimes confusion. That's what happened to me last night because it was my first night sleeping back at home in a long time. And I was half asleep. I woke up. I really, and I was kind of in a somewhat dream. So I didn't know where I was. And even after like three levels of waking and analyzing things, I didn't know where I was. Now, I know they can create more strong feelings in people. I wasn't having, I was more like, what? Like, I was just confused. So I've been there. That's why, tossing and turning, not being able to fall asleep or waking up. So I know how it feels. I know it can be frustrating. And I know it can, you know, get in the way of living your life. And that's the second thing is you deserve a good night's sleep. Even if this show can't provide it for you, you deserve a good night's sleep. You can check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. I strongly recommend kind of developing a wind-down routine, whether this podcast works for you or not. I really make strong suggestions. So, yeah, wind-down routine of about an hour before you want to be asleep. That's, for me, one of the cornerstones of me getting good night's sleep is 70 80% of the time. But you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I make the show. So I hope it can provide it. So that's uh, why I make the show. Other things to need to know is this is a podcast you don't really listen to in an active way. You can listen along, and, and listeners do. And some listeners listen along for distraction. Some listeners listen along for company. Some listeners like to, just to ch- take their mind off of if they can't sleep or you got something coming up, you want to, yeah, to keep you company, but, it, you know, different flavors of that, I guess. 
Some people barely listen to me. Some people listen to me and they don't even understand what I'm saying or they have me under a pillow or low volume. So it's more of the pace and the the tone of the show, like a TV two rooms over. So, this, But either way, this is a podcast you just kind of listen to. It's there for you. And you can listen, but that can throw new listeners off if you're trying to listen and wait for it to get started or me to get to the point or what is he doing now? You'll be flummoxed because I'm always flumming. You know what they say about old scoots? He's always flumming the decks. Uh, And when you say flummox, I don't think it's a flum. You don't think it's flum, flum ox, oxorum, oxo ox. you say, no, that's a company that stuff that sells at Bed Bath and Beyond. Flumox, Flumorum, Flumis, Orsis. Uh, we might be close. Again, who, how many other people out there have a, like a small portion of the brain, Latin root brain? And only a few people said, the person that talked me into taking Latin, whatever, a long time ago when I was a university student. Said, trust me, it'll come in handy. Turned out, this is a funny thing. I was going to throw shade on them. Turns out they were 100% right. Who would have known the loans they took out to take Latin and barely pass uh, uh, would actually not only be paid, but would be paid back by their life. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, I, I think, it, anyway, that's just fun. That's, uh, talk about irony. Holy cow. I'm flummoxed by irony. You, we just re, like we just took a flummox and turned it around and flummed. I flummox, auto flummox. Uh, say that sounds. That sounds like you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, I say, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a technical exercise. It happened accidentally. I, I auto flummoxed myself with irony, and I kind of got caught. And like when I was going to like not be nice to someone, I said, no, they were right. In the most unexpected way, delightful. There's like here's where here's where we have irony. It can be delightful. Being flummoxed can be delightful. It can also be frustrating. So give the show a few tries, but don't try to pay attention or wait for it to get started. If you can, that's one. Oh, this is also a podcast that doesn't put you to sleep. Going along with that, it's here while you fall asleep. Whether you're listening, whether you need to listen, or you just fall asleep, I'm here to keep you company all night long if you need to, or during the day. So that's the other thing. The next few things that can throw people off are the structure of the show. Show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So if you'll seen and welcome. Then there's support for listeners. Then there's support for the podcast. That meets our goals of being here for you and offering some things, offering some things to support the community. And then the show coming out on a regular basis, twice a week for free. And without the patrons and sponsors, that just wouldn't make sense. So that enables us to do that. Then there's the intro, which we're kind of already like 10 minutes into or more. And that that can really throw people off because some people think the intro is part of the sponsor stuff or they say, what is this thing? But really, the intro is a show within a show. And it kind of serves a few purposes, but it's mostly ideally part of your wind down to say, okay, there's my regular day. There's the stuff I do at the, well, before I get ready for bed. And then the intro starts, and it kind of creates like a twilight uh, between your waking evening, nighttime day, or whatever you want to call it, and then falling asleep. 
So while you can listen any any way you want, you could skip the intro, you could listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. Uh, you, a lot of listeners use the intro. Some are asleep, but look at how good they look. Uh, but, like, most people either use it as a deliberate part of their wind-down routine or it kind of substitutes in, so you're getting comfortable. And, I mean, it gives me a chance. I mean, who would have thought now I have yet another apology to make? Uh, for the person I taught to convince me, I mean, I, I think they'll be happy to find out about that. And if I ever, I guess I probably should send a letter, probably only, I may have had two uh, Latin professors, but I know of one that I can remember because he always looked, he looked a lot like a younger Garrison Keeler. And the first day of class, I said, this professor looks like a younger Garrison Keeler. And I don't know. So, Oh, so the intro goes on and on and on with stuff like that. You say, okay, so I could fall asleep during that? Yeah, or you could get comfortable, or you could kind of barely listen. That's the intro. Then there's business again, because most people are winding down during the intro. Then we have more business to keep the show free versus behind a paywall. Then the bedtime story will start, and tonight it'll be based on the Great British Bake Off, and we'll be recapping the first episode of another series or season or collection, however you want to define it. And we'll be talking about, you know, buttercream and, like, uh, I don't know, like, well, how, you see, how many times will we use stodgy? Hopefully I'll have, I did not, I, I already, like, did the notes for it, so I don't remember doing a alliteration watch. But, yeah, we'll just go on and on. So if you've never seen Great British Bake Off or if you're a big fan, you say, especially for the first episode, you say, Scoots, that is not Sophie. That was... Uh, and I say, okay, yeah, I get those names mixed up. I'm sorry. So you could like, uh, so it'll be, you might not, it, it won't be anything like the show. It'll have, hopefully it'll have some of the time. So I said, wow, how nice are these people, these contestants patting each other on the back or helping each other out. So we'll talk about that. Then there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. That's it. Give this show a few tries. I really hope it can help you. I really appreciate you coming by and checking the podcast out, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by, and here's the ways I'm able to be here for you free twice a week. All right, everybody, it's Scoots here, and it's time for our return to the Tent Bakers. GBB Collection 5, Episode 1. Not sure what season or series it is, but this is a Channel 4 Love Productions 1. And according to my notes, it opens with blue, light blue, greens, yellows, oranges, reds, and maroons. So not a Roy G. It's a tent or a hot air balloon. And I said it's not Roy G. Biv. It's B-L-B-G-G's for Y's O-R-M. BLBG's wise Yorms, Blubbleorm, Yorm, Yorm, that's easy. Blues, light blue, big, 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 Yorm. At least we got the Yorm down. And this is our comedy open. I think it's Noel and Sandy's first season. Not sure. The balloon rises above the tent. Then we have Noel and Sandy in the tent talking. 
Can you see it, Noel? Can't see it. Uh, big white tent, 12 new bakers. They call Sue. Where are they, Peru? Don't know. They're late, she says to Paul. Oh, Peru, this is Peru's first season. Can you take a minicab? Then we see uh, the talking heads with flow. Stephen, let's see what my notes. So Sandy Knoll in base, her in a fighter pilot, a hat. Uh, he's in a steam kind of leather goth. Uh, look, Prupal waiting for them with the bakers underlined. Talking heads, drone shot. Uh, something judges, uh, uh, steeple. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Must have been 12, though. I missed a baker. The talking heads, maybe. Two of 17 of six. Don't get out here. Brew is new. They don't know what to expect. The bakers are putting their uh, tan aprons on. And they're talking about how, you know, talking about Brew. Brew's talking about herself a little bit. It's definitely colder in the tent right now and outside because everybody has layers on. Uh, sky shot. Oh, then the opening comes, but right now we're still doing unstitch me in 2017. Who will win with Chris in a Paisley shirt? Then the opening comes Burke Bur- for Bur- wherever the 10 is. Uh, I'll know Brookshire leaning bottom detailed, different outfits, a theme of the week, a cake week. First time. Three challenges. Hello, welcome. Signature family size fruity cake. Berkshire. Welford Park. Uh, they leave the tent. Uh, Nolan, Sandy, they're, oh, their outfits are different. Uh, Sandy is kind of doing her first uh, kind of uh, complex description. And he says, cake week. So excited. We're actually going to walk into the tent for the first time. Nervous. I don't really go camping. And, and then they talk about the three challenges, bake together, Paul, coat, Paul's in a coat, soggy, Stephen, not easy, don't be fooled, James, rhubarb, crumble, allotment, nix it, uh, something with dad, 600 grams raw, four bakes, apples, British, Buzz, Granny Smith, uh, Stacy, Max, Zane, and Ethan. Liam, a crumb for his sister. Youngest apple loaf. I like loaves, shaves, Julius seeds his fruit. Uh, Skype, Nan, Corget, uh, Sophie, coconut, spo- spawns, too much leaking. Peter, coconut cake. They're talking about the skewers on the show. Bike bakes for his church. Uh, mango pineapple. I don't think it's mango pineapple, though. Chris, no butter, two eggs, double question mark. Uh, something, the amount of fr- tremendous amount of fruit into oven, 160 degrees, uh, 45, calm, one hour left, uh, looking in oven, 75 to an hour, complete mystery. James is talking about his allotment. He has kind of a denim-colored shirt on. Complete mystery, welcome, bakers. Light not on. The oven's not on. Yan, 
uh, basketball, something, football, oh, Yanlis football, crumble apple, back up, flow, ciders, lemon curd, curd, with the K, Paul says, madhouse, uh, triple layer, well done, mum, Tom, architect, got a gilded pear, golden pear, gilded pear. Kate, an amateur blacksmith, Rose and Strawberry, layer it. Stephen, Mum Judy, bake it three. Toffee apples in love with you. Oh, someone says that 30 minutes. Uh, open arm, total lottery. Even harder for big cakes. Just a sponge, cool cakes. Flow interviews Noel. Uh, his never job cute. Not too shabby, waiting, stress. Cake's looking good, two minutes, shizzle and nizzling. James, oh no, lost my bottom. One minute collapse, awkward hugs, clean up. Uh, and then we have the judging coming up, but we'll do some of this uh, talking about the loaf. Liam's loaf, he, he kind of is uh, saying, hey, Paul, relax, man. Uh, He's got a good, he's got like the most, uh, joy in him, I think. Well, there's other joyous bakers. So, Yan, Low, a lot of joy, I mean, in the show. So, I didn't mean to say he's got a lot of joy. I guess this is Julia's talking. She's shredding a courgette, which could be considered a cucumber esque. I don't know. Which is a fruit if it has seeds. She's baking with her nan on Skype in Sussex. She's from Serbia. Corgette and lemon cake. Uh, okay, let's go to the judging, though, in between this. Kate is the first one. No one. Sat, sats. Marigold. Noel eats it. It's all rose water. Like the style. Oh, Julie's talking about how normal. She forgot to squeeze out the juice. Uh, have you squeezed the moisture out of Of course I have. Uh, she said it takes a lot of t- t- strength to squeeze. Uh, Sophie, they, they're doing her thing. She's doing a squeezed pineapple and coconut sponges sandwiched. So we are getting some alliteration. Peter, burning my tongue. Too much baking powder. Oh, here's Peter cracking a coconut. He's making his coconut cake. His wife and his daughter love it. Uh, but his son doesn't like anything with bits in it. I love myself a coconut cake, too. He brings a cake to uh, someone at his church. It looks delicious. Grated coconut, coconut milk, coconut sugar. You can never have too much coconut, I agree. He's got a really nice uh, darker pink shirt on. And then Chris is a pineapple mango sponge. It, uh, let's see. Uh, who's this? Uh, overbaked. Uh, then Ju- There's no one named Justin on here. Julia. Heavy, heavy, flow, good sponge, sponge, nice that. Uh, Chris uh, got flavor, but maybe it's underbaked. Uh, Liam, stodgy, boring. Yan, no huge flavor, good sponge. Uh, draw. Steven, looks good, beautifully baked, perfect. Autumn. Cool handshake nailed it. So he gets a handshake, a Hollywood handshake. 
They're showing everyone kind of moving around. Uh, Stacy Bake is okay. Not convinced. Uh, James, they say it's like rustic mud. Maybe. Liam and James are talking about uh, their cooking times now. Sophie, neat, lovely walloping. It also gets a handshake for Paul. Silliness or silzines, Paul, something. Yeah, we get talking heads. I think Yan says it's, this is the Peter. I made the Peter Beardsley of cakes, which I don't know what that means. Uh, this where Stacy right now. I'm watching it. It helps Yan turn. It makes his your oven sound on. Yan is a biomedical scientist. One of the people I'm rooting for early on. I don't know. It just seemed like okay. That's someone I would feel comfortable being around, uh, hanging out with. But it also reminds me of a coworker. That always helps. Uh, uh, she has to restart her bake because there's a problem with sponge, but that's apple crumble contingency, crumble contingency. Uh, then we see Flo is working on fillings and decorations, curd filling. Paul's giving her a hard time for the way she speaks. Uh, and Flo's grandmother, Flo, from she helps out her son's restaurant, the Madhouse. So that's what the Madhouse was, or, or maybe that's her house. Uh, She's a citrus layer cake with candied oranges and lemons. Um, her daughter put notes on there. Well done, Mum. We love you. I'm nervous, are you? It's okay to be nervous. Uh, nothing to worry about. Uh, so, yeah, we see the nerves. We see Yan's second sponge. Liam waiting for his loaf. He's got a, him and a couple other people with the bigger cakes. We see the gilded pear being made. That's Tom, architect from Edinburgh, uh, and that's a pear and blackberry cake. Uh, meanwhile, in the future, my notes will be a gingham clad mystery brew, bit fiddly, 12 chocolate mini rolls with peppermint buttercream. We get two hours to do that in the future. Uh, right now, uh, Kate, the amateur blacksmith, is uh, showing uh, she's from Knowlesley. Strawberry and rose sponge cake. Uh, and Prue is asking, how are you going to balance the flavors, which we now know from the future it didn't quite work out. Sorry. And talking about uh, how are we going to know. Then we see Stephen making his toffee sauce. Uh, crystallize the old citrus rinds. Mascarpone, icing, sugar. Steven's pretty charming, it seems like. Exec- marketing executive, uh, his mom's, Ju- mom's Judy. So for her, he's making a bonfire apple cake. Uh, one verse Swiss roll. These are my notes while we go. Familiar? No. Flavor swirl. Pastor extract, egg yolks, sugar paste. Uh, Liam, big breath, 12 minutes. Steven Selenol, kind of like, I'm going with this bonfire. I love you, love you. Uh, 30 minutes left to make fruity cakes. Uh, Noel didn't hit the pan, but uh, so we see Noel and Sandy's interchange. We talked to Sophie at the oven. I don't know. I, I'm having trouble tracking all these uh we go to the buttercream, Liam jokes, uh, Sandy, peppermint, mini marvels. Uh, 
Starting again times two. So two people have to restart. Rubbery chocolate melts. Knoll bowled over by Sandy. Tight curl. Rolling is rough. Uh, So rolling the cake. I mean, uh, and I would love a peppermint Swiss roll. I guess in the U.S. uh, those are called the ho-hos or Swiss rolls. I guess Ho-Ho was the hostess ones. We would usually get the Debbie Swiss rolls. And those ones, um, they'd never, I don't, I don't know if I ever saw peppermint before. Still got those popping fridges and, and everything beautiful, the pastelish uh, colors. Uh, what else you got? Mini Marvels, bold over 20 centimeters. It does not dund something. Stress City, cover the rolls, bottom exposed. You can have your bottom exposed. That's a lot of good jokes. And Noel will take his trousers off. Some white chocolate drizzle. Uh, Shaking hands, time is up. Uh, But we're still on the show. They're still, they're starting to just decorate their cakes. You got pipe, what are those things called? Piping things. Uh. Rude, uh, but other people are waiting for their stuff to come out of the oven, and that's a very stressed city. Uh, waiting by the oven, getting trying to get stuff on, but while the um, you know, depending on how you're worn, can I borrow a small sieve? Uh, thank you very much. And I definitely would not do well in these, like, I, like I can't, uh, fingers crossed this works. So that was for the, um, for, so some of the decorations are coming out. Uh, Bakers, you have two minutes to bring this to a fruity conclusion, Sandy says. Sandy's wearing like a nice jacket, kind of like a silk material printed. And yeah, everybody's saying, I hope this is baked because I had to take it out of the oven. I, this is where you say, what's the editing? Uh, Schnizzle is nizzling. And this one, what's his name? Thing is, is, he loses his bottom of his fruitcake. Uh, James, that's his name. Eventually, we'll get to know these bakers. Uh, another one comes out smooth. Who needs icing sugar? Yan's helping Liam. Or just, or Liam's helping Yan. I'm not sure. He's going to tuck his bottom under one minute. Everybody's getting ready. Rhubarb did that guy in. And, yeah, final decorations. Everything's dripping. Time is up. Looks gorgeous. Uh, First challenge is over. Everybody claps. Everybody gives hugs. And... uh, it's like, okay, nobody's allowed to touch it. I made a mess of this. Oh, boy, this kitchen is very messy. Everybody's laughing. A little cleanup going on, I guess, while they wait for the judging. Camera pans down and goes by all the contestants sitting there. Meanwhile, we could see the judging for some of the Swiss rolls. What do we got here? First one is messy. Second one is no peppermint. Uh, Nice swirl, good. Oh no. Flea, small, not very spongy. Nice, a good one. Art, uh, too much mint. Uh, quite neat, no swirl. No purdy. 
side thin. Egon, little swirl, good. Too much rind. That's not right. See, you know, you had five teaspoons of baking powder. That's what threw the flavor off. Uh, but Capru said you can get the coconut first. It's good. Whole pear on the cake. I think that's Tom. They say looks good. It could look silly, but it doesn't. But overbaked, bud. Stephen, not bad. Rain cakes. So then they do the placing, which I couldn't follow. Then they go to talking heads in the night and the rain. Liam's serious. He has to give himself a stern talk the next day. Everybody comes in and they talk about the showstopper. But yeah, we'll do that later. Flo and Paul are talking. Oh, Flo had left lemon curd in the fridge. Uh, but they, uh, Bruce says, probably better off without the lemon curd. It could have thrown the flavor off. So they say maybe you did yourself a flavor. It's more restrained, 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 restrained. The, so she has a laugh. Chris's cake. Is this Tomatillo's? It's Tomatillo's on there, it looks like, or something with like a wrapper that a Tomatillo comes in. It's got flavor, but it's squashed in the middle. He says, okay. Then Liam's apple, almond, crumble, maple loaf. Stodgy, that's what the Boring, but it looks good to me. Then Yan's windfall apple crumble. Not a huge amount of flavor, and I'm getting the apple. Not light as air, but good sponge. Uh, that's your second one. And she says, I'll take it as a win. Maybe a draw, yeah. Steven's caramel cake. Uh, they say, oh boy, that looks good. Bonfire flames, shine of toffee. And take a bite. He's looking on beautifully baked. Thank you. Apple soft, uh, warming spices. Combination of flavors. A, a sip of some sip of autumn or something. Then uh, Paul shakes his hand. He laughs. So uh, has to walk away. And really cute at the end of the episode with him. Noel goes back for another taste. Uh, other people are kind of looking at him, a little jealous. Uh, and uh, we get to another cake. Uh, and then we go to James's cake, an orange rhubarb ginger caved in the middle, just mud, wet in the middle, flooded with water. Bruce says, maybe put some custard on it. Then Sophie, pineapple, coconut sandwich cake. Uh, Nice sponge right away. Later we learn Sophie's a, uh, like, a, a, trying to become a, um, a stunt person. I said, that's interesting, career path. She's in the military, and she gets a handshake. She gets a big smile and laugh. Uh, and then she was a train, like, training people. And not, she left the military, but was training people that are in the military. I know, like, oh, c- c- climbing or something. And I think that's it. Then we do talking heads. Uh, so, you know, everybody's kind of either stressed or happy. And or like glad they're in the middle. And so it's like Peter Beardsley cakes. Uh, some people are covering their heads. We see some sheep. Uh, 
We see some things, then we go to this Swiss Roll Challenge. Uh, the next part of our Gingham Glad Mystery, eh? And they say, Prue, any advice for the bakers? She says, yeah, don't. It can be, this can, this one could be fiddly if you do it wrong. So, um, yeah, Noel almost leaves because uh, they, you know, they make them leave. Bruce says, no, no, Noel, no, go. 12 chocolate mini rolls. And okay, it's 144 of these childhood favorites. Delicate chocolate fun for something. Do not worry about leaving a bare bottom. Cheekily, there's a nice pun. They have all the same ingredients. Prue's pared down recipe. Pared down Prue. And some people have never made them, maybe not even had them before. They seem easy, but Prue says they're difficult to do because they have to be identical. You got to roll it up. There's no flour. So the egg whites are what make it rise up. So apparently it's a flourless cake. Uh, and uh, Paul has a laugh. Uh, people are trying to get their uh, thing mixed up, uh, get it the right consistency, whisking egg yolks, sugar. And some people get it fluffy, but other people, it's like, oh boy, you're definitely going to be in trouble. Uh, you can see people maybe spying on other people. The egg's the only raising agent. They have this one guy, the Paisley guy, kind of see, his is like, he's already in trouble. Sandy's talking to Liam. She watches him even put it in the oven. That's when he takes his big breath. Uh, see you in 12. Chris is, he says, uh, man, I'm in trouble. Uh, now, time to make buttercream. Liam jokes he's never done it before with Sandy. And then they say, how much, I don't know how much peppermint to put in. Too, put it in too much, it'll take like, taste like toothpaste, Bruce. You know, it can't be overpowering. To put in a half teaspoon, hold, you know, quarter. Many marvels, uh, Bruce says. Or not Bruce, I'm sorry, Sandy. Anytime soon, slightly sinking, pulling it out. The Chris is flat as a pancake, I got to start over. Other people are letting theirs cool. Seems a little rubbery. Trying not to lose the air. Second time. Then we get the chocolate melting. A chocolate feast. Uh, Sandy Liz says, I like chocolate. Chris gives her a taste. Uh, and yeah, everybody's trying to do their best. Half hour left. She gives a bowl to Noel. He falls over, bowled over. Bread, buttercream spread on the cakes, and then they're ready to curl it. Uh, you're supposed to roll them like a scroll. Roll like a scroll. Make sure the roll is tight. It is fiddly and sticking for some. Some people it's not sticking, so I don't know what they did to make it not stick. Uh, Chris is in trouble, man. He's like... Uh, Edges are not neat, a centimeter off each side. Some people are measuring and make sure they have the right size. Swirl inside, cutting it even. Here we go. Cover the rolls. Pour or dip. Uh, Yen says pour because you can have an exposed bottom, so you don't need to dip. Uh, 
And that's when he says, my trousers are coming off. Uh, five minutes. Uh, Sandy says, you know, you're they're stressed, so why don't you say it, Noel? Piping's going on. And uh, different people have, like, a different ability to make it look fancy or not fancy. And we see those, like, uh, they'll have no idea. It's raining in nighttime. Paul and Prue return. They look at him and they kind of go through, you know, uh, proper swirl. That's the hands. Uh, sponge is good. Peppermint strong. Swirl. We, we kind of did this. Let's see if we see anything new. There's already people with tears in their eyes. They're just tired, really tired. Sponge uh, is not very spongy. I think that's on flows. And she makes a noise, even that gives her away. No peppermint. Nice swirl. Just a hint of peppermint. Sponge is nice. Not much of a swirl. Nah, let's see. These ones are neat. Uh, but a uh, solid bit of cream. No swirl. That's a shame. Uh, the one guy, they say, this is not a pretty sight. Uh, sponge is not cooked. Squashed. Uh, these are neater. Equal in size. A little bit of a swirl. Sponge is good. And these are neat as well. Too much swirl, too much mint, uh, sort of a feathered chunky monkey. Is that what he says? Uh, looks denser than it is. Uh, thunder rumbles. And let's see. Twelfth pace is Chris. Eleventh, uh, Stacy. Tenth, uh, I don't know. So they start going really fast. Uh, and third place, Julia. Second place is, uh, I don't know, one of the, like, uh, some guy. First place is Kate, who laughs. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so then we go to Talking Heads. Kate's giggling in the rain. Chris is like, uh, tense. Uh, I don't want to be the first one to go home. Uh, Liam says, I'm going to talk to myself. Uh, Seriously, get my, you know, then we go in for the Zoom showstopper, illusion cake, uh, trick to the eye to scale, four hours, all edible. Now on, we get ready, get set, bake. Uh, so it has to be illusion, but it has to be the size and scale. All Everything must be edible, showstopping, on your market, set, bake. Uh, not just bakers, but artists. One of the judges has to say structure. You need structural integrity. Sophie bottle bucket uh, champagne. It was so good it fooled the bouncer once uh, for a posh night out. Stacy's making a clutch bag. Collapse question mark moist clutch. Uh, Ton of bakes by fire lemon poppy seed. That's Tom. Stack of books by a fire. So, so let's see. So Sophie's uh, talking about how she fooled the bouncer right now. James expression croissant day to day life. Uh, so then we see Stacy's clutch bag. It's a wet mix: uh, vinegar, red wine, buttermilk. Uh, and Paul says, be careful, it could collapse. Uh, she says, I'm hoping it won't. Good luck. Uh, and I say, Tom's looking forward to a night in, baking a stack of books, relaxing evening by the fire. 
Beauty and the Feast, I think was the name of the book. Could pack quite a punch. James the Sponge. Oh, so he's making a cup of coffee and a croissant. That's what he has every morning on the way to work. Jim's Java. Sugar. Joining his day-to-day life. Uh, Banana Sponge. Liam's uh, is making these Sunday pancakes. Uh, He and his mom, they make the thick American-style stack and Sunday cakes with blueberries and granola. I never had granola on my pancakes. Uh, And he kind of sprinkles them on the top. uh, And then they're talking about how they're going to use fund. And Paul is very questioning of Liam's uh, ability, uh, like, to pull it off uh, or what, you know, his technique. And he says, don't worry about it, Paul. Paul is pork. And now, is that guy's name Chris? He's trying to make a, a raised pork pie and egg surprise cake. And he kind of acts like he's into this precision, and he does need to move up the ranking, Sandy says. Uh, and he kind of jokes with Sandy, you know, are you going to trick the judges uh, for me? And we see Flo is making this uh, watermelon cake, one in a melon. Oh, that's a cocktail she likes. She doesn't normally like it, but uh, green chocolate chips, a green sphere. Uh, multiple sponges to create the illusions, multiple baking times, starting at 20, 13 to 15 minutes. Let me see where are my notes. Liam, American-style pancakes, day-to-day life, James is baking, uh, way mom likes it, Chris and Flo, pork and egg pie, precise, we need it, Flo, less savory, melon, watermelon cake. Multiple sponges, yan start at 20, isomalts, glacier mints, uh, terrarium cake, a mini greenhouse for cake. Uh, Flo says it's terrifying. Peter's also using sugar. He's making a knife cutting through bread on a breadboard with lemon zest, marshmallow fondant. My first foray in baking was when I started baking bread. Stephen also, uh, Bread, a fondant, something sandwich, a BLT, hazelnut liqueur, peanut butter cream, BLT, BLT. How are you going to do this? He says, I'm going to use a spray gun for edible color for the stuff. Uh, they love it. Fondant food, yan, pasta machine. My mom was trying to get rid of it. Uh, Banana ramen cake uh, with mashed bananas, marshmallow fondant, crisp rice. Uh, banana ramen rolls off the tongue and says, uh, Time is not an illusion, Noel says. You're halfway through the showstopper challenge. People are taking their cakes out. Bingo. What do we get? I'll say, Time is not an illusion. Halfway. Stacy stress reshoots a point of no return. She bends her cakes and redo a sponge. Not what I wanted today. Cutting cake. Julia Russian doll with five layers. And Liam's cutting his cake while it's warm. Precision. They're using these kind of different cutters and making towels, uh, making their layers. Covering it up, but Julia is uh, oh, putting the illusion inside of a Russian doll. I think it's self-explanatory. Fondant and sponge doll surrounded by another doll. Uh, the outside looks Russian like me. The inside, 
looks English, which is also me. Then we see rain on the trees. How long? An hour. Stacy's kind of happy she redid her sponge. Uh, Flo's carving it like a melon, making the doll. Sandy and Steven, serious challenge, icing, clocks moving, fondant goes on, uh, katsu, chicken filet. Oh, Steven and Sandy cut his uh, piece of bread together. And yeah, they're trying to trim it back. Everything's getting covered in fondant. Uh, Liam air bubbles on pancakes, so he's even getting the details in. Everything is redeemable or something, uh, unfortunately. Uh, oh, yeah, Liam's measuring his circumference or his diameter. We see people really putting it on. Rice Krispies and marshmallows for the katsu. Bubbles. There's Liam making his bubbles. Knife breaks. Uh, breathtaking beauty. Still redeemable. Everything's redeemable. You can do it. Uh, uh, painting, different things, different techniques of painting, colors, uh, modeling, chocolates. And that's some sculpting the neck of the, uh, what do you call it, champagne. Noel's got a lot of jokes about that. Yan's liquefying some agar and some mango juice to make spherical balls. Uh, she explains cooling oil and liquid. Outer walls, it's science, uh, basically. Flo's like, does this look like watermelon? Yeah, we see everybody really working hard. Champagne bottle top, your spherical balls. Everything getting put together. Science juice balls, how long? What cakes are made of or not? Uh, decoration, time is up. So yeah, we see all the final decorations, 10. Even do a countdown nine eight seven six five four three two one. Time is up. Put down your illusions. There's stress. There's dismay, and uh, people are kind of throwing stuff. Uh, Ian and Stephen have high fives. People sigh, frown. We get an outside shot. It's judgment time. Yan goes first, and hers looks like a banana ramen. Uh, produce a work of art, they say. I love the way you use the Rice Krispies. Eggs look good. Salmon row. Your you know, brain's going to think one thing. Your mouth the other. Then the cake inside looks good. A good banana flavor. A little dry. But design's incredible. Beauty and the Feast town stack of books. Could have done more with it. Not much detail. Like the flavor, a little dry. Kate's terrarium did not fully come together, but it looked good. And cakes and moist, nice flavor. James Maccaccino is kind of falling over. Nice flavor, though. Dry, but the chocolate coffee's delicious. Chris's thing, basic on the outside. But uh, uh, that looks good. They take a bite of it. Almondy flavor. It's a little too dense, so Paul says. Uh, flow. Ursula looks like, uh, they, like I see, green grocer. That's what uh, Bruce says. I'd buy this. So it could be a watermelon. And it looks like a watermelon on the inside. Everybody's like blown away because it's so red. 
Wowzers, uh, watermelon syrup, chocolate. Fruit takes a bite. Can't get the watermelon, but uh, I got the chocolate. Uh, sponge is spot on. Love the color. Chocolate lifts it up. I love you, Flo. Paul says, I love you too. She laughs. They go to Julia. Paul says, it's pretty big. Proper Siberian Russian doll. They're surprised by the one on the inside. And then they cut into the five layers. Fruit takes first bite. Find the cake a bit plain and dry. Peter's bread is a little simplistic. Too bad his knife broke. Uh, they cut into a bit dry. Flavor's beautiful, but left in too long. Stacy's evening bag. Flo says, I'm not even sure, the, or Bruce says, I'm not even sure this is a, a handbag. Is it a good cake? Uh, they take it out, bite into it. Delicious. Uh, so I guess this is what saved her because I said she was definitely in trouble. Sponge is delicious. Uh, not overwhelmed by the design, though. She's like probably relieved. And then Sophie's champagne bottle and bucket cake. Uh, it looks amazing. Uh, it looks real. So I can see that uh, they got to get it before it melts. Uh, they take a bite of the cake. Cut to the crowd watching, her watching. Bruce says a little dry. Ganache makes it even drier. Flavor's nice, though. Steven, bring up your illusion cake. Uh, they bring it up. His looks like a sandwich. They say, wow. He's got a hard-boiled egg, too, on the side. Stunning, Paul says. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, we know what it is. Absolutely astonishing. Chocolate cake and hazelnut sponge. They take a bite. Uh, they kind of pull back. A lot of reaction shots. Uh, Paul pounds the table. Perfect, he says. Uh, hazelnut, the peanut, the frosting, layers. Uh, it's all there. Not too sweet. Lovely. Well done. And he, he's relieved. Liam, this looks like a stack of pancakes, like from IHOP. Like it's, it looks like, uh, like something you'd shoot for a commercial, even. And blueberries, whipped cream, and granola, just so lovely. Everybody's laughing. He's laughing. Difficult to believe it's not pancakes. Uh, so it's ingenious, but it's got to taste good. Of course, Paul's got it. A lot going on here. They scoop it. Uh, reaction shots. Uh, I was expecting more banana. But blueberries might. It's delicious. Mouthful's lovely. Ball says beautiful banana cake. Uh, well done. So Liam goes off. He laughs and sits down. He's like, oh boy. Then Noel says, now Paul and Brew have to, <laughs> we have to decide. We get a shot of the cakes, table talk. Strong challenge. Uh, Blow stood out, cracking good watermelon. Sophie's been consistent. Steven didn't fail us. Who's in trouble, they say. Okay, well, Liam saved himself with his showstopper. Stacy didn't look like a handbag. Peter and Chris. Uh, and they say, it's not straight. We don't want it. We don't, well, they could send Noel home. He goes, okay, I'll go. I'll take it for the team. He leaves, uh, shakes his hands. He actually walks off set, uh, kisses Sandy. See you later, kids. Goodbye, darling. Camera pans once. Camera pans choice. Everybody comes out. 
And Sandy says, it's been a privilege. I get to go to the Star Baker. That's a person who's been the best thing since sliced bread. So we know that's Stephen. Everybody applauds. Uh, they give him hugs. Uh, they clap. And then Noel has, I have to deliver the bad news. And the person we have to say goodbye to is, um, and they do a long, drawn-out thing, Peter. Sorry, mate. Give us a hug. Come on. He's uh, smiling, though. Been wonderful. Been a pleasure. We see him outside. He was up against real competition. And the standard was high, Paul says. Uh, and Chris says, it was, maybe it was my flavors that saved me. So a lot of stress, uh, a lot of tears. Flo and Steven are talking about the victory. Flo's like, I'm ecstatic. Uh, it's me that doubts myself. My kids are going to be so proud. Stephen calls his mom, and he's crying about Paul's handshake. It really is infectious. Uh, it's nighttime. It's kind of rainy. And he goes, it's awkward crying on the tube. And that's how the episode comes to a close. Let me just check my notes from the yeah, and Wow, we're very good banana dry. Tom could have done me a little dry. Nearly a workstation for Kate or something. Nearly worked. Uh, moist and nice. James collapsed. Nice flavor, bit dry. Chris, basic on outside. Uh, something too dense. Flow, greengrocer. Wow. Wowzers, excellent, wonderful, spot on. I love you, Flow. Julia, proper Siberian. Cut to her, dry and plain. Peter, simplistic's dry, flavor good, too long. Stacy, looks like a cake, uh, delicious, rich, or more than a bag. Uh, Sophie, amazing look, dry, flavor nice. Stephen, wow, stunning. Paul laughs, perfect, well done. Liam, looks delicious, lovely. Bluegrass, uh, blueberries overpower, delicious, well done. Breeze, table talk, Noel heads out, night on tent. They come out, Sandy first star baker, Stephen sliced bread, bad news, no, Peter, double exclamation point, give us a hug, hugs, uh, been a pleaser, a whisker above, Low so happy, me that doubts myself. Stevenson calls mom and cries on the tube. Not awkward to me. So that's uh, the end of the episode. Welcome back, bakers and snoozers. Good night.